how you doing? My name's Laurie. Allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> Welcome to my first episode of season one or spring season, basically, in a couple days, in a week. How you doing? Um, it's Friday, March 11th. It's 6.03 p.m. and I'm sitting in front of a cup of coffee. Please don't judge me. I am one of those people that can drink coffee after 2 p.m. It does do me okay. It's it's not because I need the caffeine. Believe me, I'm not one of those people who drinks coffee after 2 p.m. and then is up until like 3 o'clock in the morning because of the coffee. Like this is a habit that I've had since I was in my freshman year of community college so about 17 18 years old and the caffeine from coffee does nothing for me anymore so it's more of like a comfort thing um it's this or cocoa and today it's coffee at now 6:04 p.m <laughs> how are we doing though how was your week how was your week what did you do um what can you be proud of this week can we just sit and reflect on like, can we, can we sit and have some gratitude, have a gratitude moment for a second? What can we reflect on that happened this week that we can be grateful for? Let me see. I actually began writing these things down. Um, I'm going to open this little notebook up and maybe share a couple things that aren't too private. Um, for me this week, what I was grateful for so I woke up early on March 8th at my intended wake up time, feeling full of energy. Also, I'm grateful to feel my mother's spirit around me. I love her and miss her more than anything. I have not yet felt my mother's spirit around me until probably this week. What else was I grateful for? March 10th, I was grateful for waking up as early as I did this morning and feeling energized. I woke up at 5... 50 on March 10th and I woke up at 7:53 on March 8th. I didn't really write what I was grateful for on the 9th. Oh, I'm also really enjoying my coffee right now. <laughs> I'm very 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 grateful for my home. My home is still coming together. The home I live in right now, I've been here for about a year now and it's literally still coming together. I still don't have everything I want in here, but I've just prioritized other things. March 11th today. I'm grateful that my sister called me today. I love her. I'm proud of her. My baby sister gave me a phone call this morning and um, we talked for like a split second. I'm really, really proud of her. One of the things that I think is so important in life is not giving up. You know, like we face so many different obstacles in life. All of us, every single person, myself, you, anybody who's listening with you, um anybody who listens to this later on down the line we all face obstacles and like I feel like it's so easy to give up and wish that we were kids again but you know for the most part as adults we have a lot of freedom and and I know there are a lot of different you know privileges and lack of privilege that comes you know with where we are in life and what our past and future you know did and will look like but I think that the one thing that I always am so proud of like humans for is not giving up, especially because, you know, we have our own stories and then we come across people and we listen to their stories and sometimes like your jaw just drops and you're like, you went through that 
and you're able to smile more than I can. I've had those experiences where I've, I've, I think about the things that I've gone through and I've allowed levels of PTSD control my moods and I, I, I have conversations with people and they tell me stories about things that I just could not imagine myself going through despite the things that I have gone through. And I'm like, gosh, this person just seems so happy and they're smiling and they always look at the brighter parts of the day, you know? And no, I don't always know what's going on behind closed doors. If they go home and they cry and they feel alone and their apartment's a mess because, you know, they've been depressed and cannot bear to fold the clothes or sweep the floor. I've been in those situations for sure. Um, So no, I don't always know those things, but I know that on the surface, what they are putting out into the universe is good and positive. And I think that's a beautiful thing that many, many, many humans can um, exhibit. I think it's great. And then I also wrote that I was grateful for my coffee again. I don't know what that's all about. Because <laughs> in all honesty, sometimes I drink way too much coffee that I get sick of it. So what are you grateful for? Have you eaten? Have you eaten today? Did you have breakfast, lunch, dinner? I made this amazing like green fried rice. It sounds weird. And I almost took a picture of it and put it on my Instagram. But I decided not to because no real reason. I just didn't, right? But I bought this magic bullet blender thing to start making smoothies so that I can incorporate more fruit into my um, diet. I think you can chop vegetables with this. So I did. (laughs) So I took some spinach and some kale and some um, carrots and even fresh garlic. I love fresh garlic. But if anybody can tell me their secret for getting that garlic smell out of your hands after cutting garlic, please send that in a direct message to my Instagram at LexLarie, L-E-X-L-A-R-E-E. And yes, I am so serious because I'm so tired of, you know, a day later after washing my hands a million times, still smelling garlic the next day. So disgusting. (laughs) Because I forgot that I cooked, you know, cut and cooked garlic the other day. I just had an epiphany though. I have gloves. I have gloves for my business, for one of my businesses. Maybe I can put some gloves on before I cut garlic next time. Anyways, so have you eaten today? And if you haven't eaten, will you please pause this episode? No, don't. Take your phone with you. If you're listening on your phone, just take it to the kitchen with you and like chop something up and eat it. Chop up a cucumber and pour some like Italian dressing over it or something. Just snack. Please do that for yourself. Because I find when I don't eat, my body just feels like it's just breaking down and you don't realize that you don't really realize it's because you're not eating because that's what you do every day right you have an irregular eating pattern um but once I regulate my eating pattern I notice I feel like beyond a hundred times better it's like a miracle but it's not because you know, health experts are shoving in your face all the time, especially if you're on Instagram, especially if you follow accounts, you know, that help you with self-improvement in so many different ways. They're shoving in your face all the time. Eat, eat, eat. <laughs> Put something into your body. But only you can do that, right? So anyways, I took my uh, blender and I threw spinach and um, kale, carrots, garlic, and I just 
had the blender just chop it up and I had made rice last night and had some leftover just plain white rice took that threw it into a frying pan threw in some uh, peanut oil instead of uh, olive oil I decided to try peanut oil this time and it doesn't taste like peanuts so it's great so I threw some oil into the pan you know threw the rice over it and then um, threw some pepper a little bit of salt parsley I do have sesame oil so I threw a little bit of sesame oil on top mixed it up started mixing it up and then I took the ground up I guess chopped ground sounds weird it sounds like I turned it into a paste and I didn't chopped vegetables and threw them you know into the rice and mixed it up and because of the kale and the spinach the rice turned green it looked really like overly healthy but also weird at the same time but it was so good oh my god it was so good it tasted like <laughs> it's gonna sound weird to those of you who do not like vegetables but it tasted like earthy <laughs> fried rice it was so good I don't I don't know I don't know so yeah it's a recipe that I, I, I feel like I invented and I'm gonna use it again someday so I did that haven't really eaten much since so I do need to get to uh some more food I need to eat more today I've been really really good at eating the last few days just like I have been really really good at sleeping um lately I've been getting a lot more sleep how's your movement have you guys been moving have you hit the gym and if you haven't hit the gym do you work out at home so that's another thing that I've been prioritizing in my life lately is moving around. I've been working from home essentially for two years now almost, and it's changed me a lot, just like I'm sure it's changed a lot of us a lot. When I was going into the office, I had a routine. I got up between 5.30 and 6 o'clock in the morning every single morning, and I did this religiously on purpose so that I can take a shower, get glammed up because I like to wear makeup, uh, have enough time still to make breakfast and take my time. To be honest, like I don't, I never really had to be in the office until about nine o'clock. So I was getting up way early, but I was doing it on purpose. I wanted to be able to move as quickly or as slowly as I wanted to, you know? And so I made breakfast, do my work day, would usually um, either pack a lunch or buy a lunch, which if you're trying to budget your money, <laughs> it's not good. I spend so much money on food or takeout food, you know, and then I would have my days where I go to the gym after work and yeah, then I'd go home and I'd work on a side hustle or watch some TV, read a book, then go to bed. And my bedtime was usually around like 11 o'clock is when I would like literally get into bed and prepare to go to sleep. And then, you know, when COVID happened and I started working from home, my schedule got really messed up just because I was getting used to working from home and I didn't prioritize my schedule the same way. Plus things weren't open, you know, the gyms weren't open. So it was like, I couldn't go to the gym. So I had to learn how to like incorporate going for walks and working out from home and so I would get like the little dumbbells you know the little five pounders because I'm a tiny person <laughs> right now we start small okay and you know I do the thing I'd go on YouTube and I'd find some at-home workouts and I'd start following different you know 
fitness influencers on Instagram and I would learn the different things that they do to work out their body and I would imitate that at home. You don't have to have a gym membership. I feel like for me personally, the gym membership is just more about being amongst a community of people who are doing the same thing that I'm doing. It's always motivating to do that. Like, okay, even as a student, always, always have I been more motivated to study and gotten more studying done when I was studying with a partner. And that's kind of become something that I've had to learn how to motivate myself to do as I become like an online student, you know? COVID really caused a lot of classes to become online instead of in person. And even in my master's degree, I'm doing a lot of it online. Um, I have to literally pack my things up, go to the library at campus um, here in the city and forcefully be among my peers. And, you know, the library just opened up maybe like uh, less than a month ago. So I've only gone a handful of times. But yeah, you know, are you moving your body? And then water. Did I touch on water? Water. If you are not drinking enough water, you should drink more water. If you are somebody that thinks water tastes nasty, I totally understand because I am one of those people and I never used to drink water. I was one of those people that was like, I'm getting water from my fruit. I'm getting water when I have to make top ramen and I leave the broth in there. Like, <laughs> you know, um, but I do drink more water now than I used to. And in order for it to not taste like pond, <laughs> I throw in like some uh, flavoring. Uh, so like little Mio, those little Mio things or like the crystal light stuff. But I don't put the whole thing in there. Like if it's those crystal light packets, I never put the whole thing into my water because I'm trying to be frugal. I hate that word, by the way. <laughs> but I am. Okay. And you don't really need the whole thing. Sometimes if you pour the whole packet of like the rasp, the, you know, raspberry black tea or whatever into your water, it's like overly sweet. It's just a little too much. So I'll like split it in half and I can use one packet twice and the whole thing lasts me longer. So I do that so that my water doesn't taste like pond or plastic, depending on where I'm getting my water from. All I can say is as I've been incorporating these things, more water, more deep, consistent sleep and more, um, you know, consistent meals that include color like vegetables and of course movement, I feel better, you know, and it's like we hear this stuff all the time and we're like, yeah, 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 you'll feel better. Yeah, 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 you'll feel better, better, better. <laughs> But I do, I feel so much better. My mood has improved, um, you know, everything. It's been great. But speaking of my mood, I would also venture to say my mood has also improved because I've taken myself away from people and environments that were not serving me in a positive manner. And if you follow me on Instagram, at Lexlaree, L-E-X-L-A-R-E-E, little tiny plug there <laughs> you would notice that I posted something to my stories today and I have since deleted it about you know somebody speaking behind my back and saying some things that were exaggerated and some of the things I was told I supposedly did I don't even recall doing right but I have to try to remember that if 
this is their experience with me, that this is their experience, right? I am not them. I was not experiencing me in the moments that they're speaking of from their vantage point. I was only being myself, knowing that I was doing my best, as I always do. And I try not to think the worst of people, in all honesty. And I used to be really bad at that. I used to be like, oh, you suck. (laughs) But no, I don't think people suck. I think people just... I think we do our best and I think that we sometimes make decisions that we, you know, we make decisions in certain situations that we've either never made before or that we know is an unappealing decision, but we have to dig our feet into that decision. If we're going to make it, we have to dig our feet into it and we have to stand firm in it. And, you know, with this particular situation, that's what I did. I made a decision that was not in the favor of the person who's speaking negatively about me. And I realize that and I recognize it. I say this right now, but I have thought, you know, a few times about changing that decision. And then the other part of me is like, no, you made that decision for a reason. Just stand firm in it and just accept that they're pissed off. And they are, they're pissed. And I have to be okay with that. But Never did I expect the other things that were coming, that are currently coming with it, right? So it's now months later, so about six months later almost, and this person is speaking about me, and I've had multiple people come to me and tell me that they're speaking about me, and multiple people tell me various different things that are being said, and at first, I was upset. I'm not going to lie. I was, and... I not I don't know if you guys believe in astrology and if you do how you know how strongly you believe in astrology I'm one of those people where I'm like I take some and I leave the rest of it right and I'm a Virgo shout out to my Virgos Virgo nation hey (laughs) and you know one of the things that I constantly have read about Virgos is that we strive for perfection which is really that's been a thing in my head for many, many years because I do also have my my skin condition and my scars come and go and come and go and there's always something there, but sometimes it's, I'm broken out a lot more than other times, you know, sometimes I'm broken out way too much and then other times my body is practically super clear, Right. So being this person that strives for perfection in the society that we, we live in today, it's, it's challenging sometimes, you know, but that's not the road I'm trying to go down. What I'm saying is the perfectionist in me is like, I just want people to like me. And I don't think that that's necessarily um, a Virgo thing, but I have read that it is a predominant thing for Virgos. Not that we want people to like us specifically, but that we strive for perfection. And in striving for perfection, you want everything to go good, right? You want your, you know, your homework papers to go good. Like myself, for example, I overthink everything because I strive for perfection. So if I'm writing a paper, it might take me a little too long to write that paper because maybe it's five pages and you know um the fifth page has two lines on it and so it 
basically looks like a whole blank page and I just feel embarrassed to turn in a paper that ends with practically a full blank page. So I'm in my head about the fluff I need to add to make sure that that page is lengthened. And this is not a big deal to everybody, but it is to me, right? It's weird. It's weird. Or like cleaning my kitchen might take a little too long because I'm scrubbing my stove and as much as I've scrubbed the entire thing, it doesn't look clean enough to me. So I'm scrubbing still, (laughs) you know, and it's just kind of that way in my life. You know, folding clothes, same thing. Like I hate folding clothes and I know I'm not the only one, but part of it is because I'll fold and the fold doesn't come out the way I want it to. So I have to unfold the shirt and refold it and I refold it until it comes out the way I want it to. Usually I get it on the second try because I know what I'm doing after all these years of folding clothes, but that's, you, you get the point. So when I'm hearing the things that are being said about me, initially it hurt because it's not who I am and I'm like is this the perception that they actually genuinely had about me or are they exaggerating things because they're angry and I decided you know after talking with a couple different people I don't really care (laughs) because here's the thing Whether you choose to be yourself or you choose to be a version of yourself, like a character, right? Either way, you are not going to please every single person on the face of the planet. You're not going to please every single person you come across because yourself is going to resonate with some people and it is not going to resonate with other people. So what do you do? Do you say, okay, self, you resonate with this person and these people over here, but you don't resonate with these people over here. So you need to adjust yourself to please what they want, what they want to see in you, what they want to see in a human being. So essentially, if that's what you're doing, you can't say you're real, right? Because you are yourself, your authentic self with the group of people that love you as your authentic self. And then you are essentially becoming a character with the people who do not appreciate your authentic self because you're too busy trying to please them. Or you could be a character and just mold yourself in multiple different ways, period, and never be your authentic self, which for me personally, I can't do that because my authentic self is going to creep out eventually, right? It happens. Our authentic self will creep out eventually. So you might as well just be yourself. I had to, I had to really, really, really realize that. And when we're young, like (laughs) elementary school, middle school, high school, right? We're young, we're teenagers. We are living, you know, in some other adult's home, whether we're living with our aunties or uncles or grandparents or our parents, we're not adults taking care of ourselves right now. So We're going to school and we're learning what they say is essential to learn, like the Pythagorean theorem. And I don't even know if I said that right because I've never used it beyond probably like eighth grade. (laughs) You know, they teach you that instead of budgeting, but that's another topic too. We're going to school and we're learning all these things that we're not really going to use. And yet the most important thing to us when we go to school is how we are impressing others. If you recall when you were younger, somebody saying something about you behind your back or to your face, you're hurt because you want to be liked. These are the eras of our lives where we want to be liked. I would say 
in elementary school was more about, you know, making friends and just having fun, right? Just having fun, playing blocks, whatever, going to recess, a little bit of what other people think about us, but that concept hasn't really triggered into our minds, I would say. And I'm no psychologist, so this is just mostly from personal experience. It didn't trigger into my mind, I would say, until a lot closer to middle school. When I was younger, I knew I had the condition that I have, the skin condition that I have, but it was normal to me. And it wasn't like a thing until I got to school. And then it became a thing because kids were like, oh my God, what is that? What's that on your arm? What's on your face? What's on your neck? You know? (laughs) And that's when I started to realize, okay, there must be something different about me because I'm having to address things that other kids are not having to address. But I still was like, whatever, I'm a kid. I just want to have fun. Like, can we go swing or what, (laughs) you know? And then I got older. I started getting into middle school and I cared more about what people thought about me as did everybody else. I remember in middle school, um, we had to wear uniforms and we were not allowed to tailor our uniforms. And so people would try to put like colored belts into their pants and people would try to wear colored laces in their shoes, like any way that we could individually express ourselves. It was the thing that we tried to do, even though we were supposed to wear blue and white and gray. But somehow people still cared to, about what others thought about them. And that went through high school, you know? And so now that we're adults, it's like, We still care, but we don't, you know, and part of the conversations that I've been having lately are not just about me being talked about behind my back. It's about my friends even and the things that they've experienced people saying about them behind their back and how do they navigate that? And there's like this common theme where, yeah, it's stung for a second, but I don't care anymore. And I love that. And Really, at the end of the day, you have to think about the number of fires that you need to put out in your life. And that's just something that I've started realizing, especially in this particular situation. I um, recently got out of a relationship that was, that ended really, really insanely toxic. You would think that we were together for so long, the way that this relationship ended. It was literally like a divorce. I mean, I literally had to get a new debit card i'm not going to go into details behind why and this and that i'm just not (laughs) but i was locked into my own bank account right (laughs) so i couldn't access my money and i was just it's so annoying for me until i got my new debit card in the mail it was so annoying trying to live off of my credit cards and i don't choose to have giant balances or i'm sorry uh limits on my credit cards I choose to have limits that I know that I can pay down and so I was very limited on my spending and that was a result of fires that I had to keep putting out in my own relationship the way that my relationship ended was a result of multiple different fires that I had to put out and it caused me so much stress I mean I'm Listen, my first semester of my master's program just ended and I'm very scared to look at my grades. I did my best and I turned in like 90% of the work because there was a week in my relationship near the end where things were so bad, I couldn't focus on my schoolwork. And my schoolwork was so important to me. One of my professors even emailed me and was like, you're really good at turning in your work. What's going on? 
what's up with this week? It was like week four. And it was me being stressed about putting out all the different fires I needed to put out in my relationship. It ended really, really, really bad. And this this episode is not about my relationship. It's just about the things that people say. He went on to publicly bash me as a crazy obsessed person, which ladies... <laughs> We're not going to put men in one giant box because I'm definitely somebody who does not believe all men are the same. And I don't understand why other women, sometimes we think that men are the same because it deeply offends us when men try to say we're all the same, right? So I don't believe in that. But he did, you know, he did all the things to start erasing messages and make it seem like I was talking to myself for most of our relationship so that, you know, the picture he wanted to paint about me being obsessed with him looked legit. (laughs) And this infuriated me. It infuriated me, like, beyond, beyond infuriation that I've ever felt with any man in my entire life, literally. You know, he was doing this publicly, and I didn't appreciate it. So what I felt like I had to do, and it was behind my back, and so what I, I felt like I had to do when I was finding out the things he was saying, I felt like I had to put out these fires. And so, you know, he was doing this publicly. So I started defending myself publicly and putting things out there publicly that I wouldn't have normally put out there, posting things to my Instagram stories that I normally wouldn't have done. And just to say, hey, no, the crazy one is this guy over here, not me. But at the end of the day, what does it matter, you know? I spent all that time trying to put out the fires of our relationship and then putting out fires after our relationship was over that I was insanely stressed. I was stressed. I started breaking out on my body everywhere. My neck, my legs, like everywhere. And I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be touched. I didn't want, you know, I just didn't want to. It was because I was stressed. My homework fell behind. It wasn't good. So so coming back to the present... And having these conversations about this person who is not happy with me, I had to realize that this is not an isolated situation with just me. It's just human nature, period, right? We all get talked about behind our back. And people are always going to come up to us and say, so-and-so said this about you, and -and so-and-so said that about you. And some people won't. And I used to get offended by the people that didn't because I'm like, so are you not telling me because you believe these things? But really, it's just sometimes people don't want to get involved. They don't want to hear about it. It's negative. That's just bad energy. You know, people have their own things to deal with. So I asked a couple people for advice and was like, you know, what? I'm really mad. I'm really angry and I want to address this. And because she is addressing this publicly and some of the details, a lot of the details are untrue and or fabricated because again I wasn't walking in her shoes so I can't I can't say right but I know I have my side and I wanted to publicly talk about my side but there were a lot of people who I'm very grateful for that were like no don't you know the truth and that's true and sometimes we're not meant to put out every single fire if I was to sit there and try to put this fire out it would stress me out and you know, it would stress you out. If you, you know, think about all the different fires that you feel like you've had to put out in your life and all the different fires that you've had to, you know, sort of just let go of and hope it rains and the fire dies down, right? Usually the fire dies down. It gets old, you know? And 
I think about when you're trying to put out different fires that you cannot control in your life. Do you think about what it does to your time? Do you think about what it does to your body, to your mind? How does it make you feel? You know, do you look back on how many hours you wasted trying to put out a fire with one person who doesn't like you this week? And then you realize that there's another person over there in the corner who doesn't like you either and they're starting a fire and you have to decide to put that out too. If we worry so much about what people think about us or even speak about us behind our back, we are going to spend our entire life putting out fires. And that's part of the reason why, you know, I posted to my Instagram stories pretty much what I'm saying right now. And then I took it down because I thought about it and I was like, you know, people don't follow me for this. They don't follow me for this. And is this particular fire a detriment to me as a human being? No, it's not. Is this particular fire a detriment to my career? No, it's not. Is this particular fire a detriment to my friendships? No, not at all. You know why? Because my friends know me better than that. Your friends know you better than that, you know? And so does your family. If a person wants to spend their free time trying to create an army of people who dislike you, that's fine. Let them do that in their free time. That's not your business. It's not my business. Not at all. It, it, it takes my precious time and energy to put out a fire that's being built among people who I don't actually know. You know, and the same goes for you. It's going to take you a lot more time and energy to put out a fire that's being built among people that you don't really know. And I feel like if none of those people play an important role in your life that keeps you going, then don't even worry about it. One of the things that I find to be a slight blessing with my condition is I can tell when I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, like investing my time into stress that I shouldn't be investing my time into. And I'm sure you guys can sort of see this too in your own bodies, right? When I stress so much, I break out. I think I mentioned that already. I break out in multiple different areas. And what I've noticed since I left my relationship is I'm so happy. Like I might be single, but single is not the end of the world. I might be alone and I might not have a consistent person to, you know, say goodnight and good morning to every single, you know, morning and night. I might not have somebody to do things with consistently like that, you know, that is a relationship wise, <laughs> but I'm okay with that. Like I'm totally okay with that because my happiness level has gone up and my, my skin has improved. My eating habits have improved. My water intake has improved. I still need somebody to come in and clean my house for me or my apartment for me because I, I just want someone to deep clean it. <laughs> so if you know somebody who has a cleaning business, I would love to support a small business here in the city. Um, let me know. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I'm moving more. You know, I'm moving my body more. I'm just happy. And so, you know, this particular situation is the first negative situation I've encountered since. And I'm like, okay, you know, part of it is my own fault. Absolutely. I take accountability. I'm an adult. I made a decision. I take accountability for that. 
The rest of it, I'm not going to stress. I wanted to, but we're not going to stress. We're not because we like where we're at today. You know, that's something I think you have to think about is do you like where you're at today? So, you know, it's more about just learning to love yourself fully and completely and saying, I, as much of a perfectionist as I try to be, will never, ever, ever be able to please everybody with every single decision that I make. And I have to be okay with that. And I have to be okay with what comes with it potentially. And then I have to decide if this is a fire that's worth putting out or not. You know, if it's detrimental to my finances, my career, then sure, it might be a fire I need to put out. But if it's not, then it's a fire I just need to let be a hot topic for the moment and then die down because eventually, you know, the messenger is going to get tired of talking and the recipients of the messenger's messages are going to get tired of listening even if they keep on, you know, sending messages. (laughs) So, yeah, but, you know, the key is just loving yourself fully, wholly and completely and really just embracing those around you who know better and who love you and adore you and that's it (laughs) you know that's it don't put fires out that you don't need to put out stay in your stay in your mode of happiness and peace and love and joy and stay in your mode of bringing positivity to the world you know but yeah with that being said y'all thank you for tuning into my first episode um I freestyled (laughs) I freestyled and you know hopefully it gets better moving forward it will it'll get more organized but I love you guys for tuning in and I thank you so 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 much and until next time I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will see you soon bye